Hello, hello. Welcome to PS10 Radio. This is your host, Angeline, and today is an episode of self-care. Today, we want to talk about our relationship with change. So you may be thinking, what do you mean a relationship with change? Like a person? No, I'm talking about any changes in your life, whether it be your body changes, maybe your mind changes from one perspective to another. Maybe you are changing jobs. Maybe you are changing as going from single to being a parent. Maybe you're changing from being a parent with kids in the home to an empty nest. Maybe you're changing from a parent of one to a parent of two or multiple kids. So just any kind of change in your life, a change in relationship, a change in your status, a change in your thinking or anything like that, just trying your health included, just trying to really look at that relationship with change I myself have personally experienced a couple changes going on lately in my life, and I just feel like, hmm, it's interesting how my mind has shifted from maybe I may have thought differently about these changes, you know, five, ten years ago, but now I'm, like, more mature with the way I look at the changes that I'm going through. I'm more aware, I have more insight, and I'm able to move a little different. So I think it's very telling and very um, smart for me to even just sit back and just be for a second and just look at, okay, wow, like this is happening and I'm not moving as I would have in the past. Just acknowledging that shift in you as a person, whether you've grown, whether you're still growing, whether you're, I mean, nobody's like, completely grown where you're not going to learn no more lessons. So not that you're not still growing. We should be growing and thriving every day, but we should really be learning from the things that we go through. So the changes are good. Changes are necessary. And I know for PS10, we had a quote uh, that we had kind of stapled during the 2020 uh, all the things that were going on during the pandemics that let change happen. So The change is very necessary a lot of times. It opens our eyes. It helps us to um, think a little differently, sometimes a little more rationally. Sometimes it helps us to slow down. Sometimes it helps us to make a better decision. Sometimes it helps us to realize that we need to make additional changes, or maybe it helps us to open our eyes to things that we like and don't like. But for sure, change is necessary. And we need to have a relationship with that and be okay. Because when we fight change, we tend to stay stuck. We tend to not have confidence in our choices. We tend to not learn from our mistakes. We tend to hold on to people and things that do not serve us, that kind of hurt us or make us feel bad about ourselves or just don't make us, don't help us to grow, don't make us a better person. And the thought is to always be a better version of yourself every day. To be the best you is really the thought of just every day, just can this day be better than yesterday? 
you know, and tomorrow hopefully is better than today. So you're always thriving to be better. And, you know, even if it's just a, a, a quarter inch from yesterday, you still want to make a movement, right? You want to do a little bit of, you know, growth and change. So, you know, some change is bigger than others. Sometimes it's just changing your hair. You know, that's why people like sometimes to change the color of their hair. It kind of, you know, have you ever did anything like that, like colored your hair, or cut your hair or styled your hair in a different um, style and the compliments or the looks or just the feeling in itself of, wow, I just cut all my hair off and I'm, you know, I have a teeny weeny afro. I have a, you know, very short hair. I have, I have a pixie cut now or I'm bald or whatever it may be. And Somehow it gives you some like a boost of confidence. Maybe you look at yourself differently or you approach life differently. Now you're like brave and and you have, you know, this like glow about you or you just seem so strong and have the strength that you're going in and you have this courage that you didn't know you had. And just little changes like that can really make a huge difference. Even in your wardrobe, you go from dressing bummy to to dressing up. That is a positive change. Sometimes even going from being stuffy, like always dressed up all the time and feeling like you got to have, you know, from head to toe, A1, boo coop, everything fantastic on, looking like a star all the time, that can be exhausting. But if you learn to maybe, you know, kind of downscale, but not, not downgrade, but downscale your wardrobe, you may feel like, oh, I can, I can actually relax. Like I have days where I can relax. I don't have to be so stuffy. I don't have to feel uptight. I don't have to feel like I can't be touched or I can't be in certain places because I'm overdressed or I'm not dressed properly or whatever. So yeah, change is a wonderful thing. And that's why we want to get into it. Hello, hello, PS10 Radio listeners. I have a special treat for you. I've been in the planning stages and just ready to execute this special treat. It's a collab and it will be on Patreon. So I can't wait for you to learn more about it and to experience it for yourselves. And I hope that you enjoy it. Really want you to see another side of myself and also to uh, get a taste of the partnership that I have going on with the other half of my Patreon project. So we have some special things planned for you and we just hope that you can join us over there. When I when we are ready to roll it out, we will let you know. And yeah, basically just wanted you to know that I haven't been in full hiatus. I have been working on a little something something. So just get ready and hopefully you'll enjoy what we have in store for you over there. Stay tuned for more information about it. Peace. Today, we want to kind of check out an article that we found on WebMD.com, um, just about connecting your mental health to change and how that affects us and how we can adjust and things we can do to really 
uh, improve our relationship with change. So the article is called What to Know About How to Deal with Change. And this is an article, um, again, on WebMD. And the first thing that the article points out is that change is fluid. It's going to be negative or positive and that everyone experiences some type of change and that if we don't effectively deal with that change, it can affect our physical health and our mental health. So we have to be able to adjust to changes and have to be able to move through the change without being paralyzed or internalize it because that's when it starts to affect our physical bodies. Like we might get headaches or we might not be able to sleep or have stomach aches or digestive problems. Um, maybe get tense in your, your neck and shoulders, your back. You may have high blood pressure. You know, people are like, oh, you know, you're raising my blood pressure up with all of this um, drama or something that's going on may cause people's hearts to race and develop heart problems or just intensify heart problems. You may develop depression or anxiety and irritability and just eating too much alcohol and drug abuse, just so many different things that it can lead to if you're not dealing with it well. And when you have a major life change that really sends your, um, your brain and the way that you think about the situation into a spiral. And that can really exuberate some of the symptoms that we just read off to you. And this is all in the article. So it does point out that you need to really figure out how to effectively deal with the change, whether it be negative, whether it be positive in a way that won't like totally destroy your mood or raise your stress levels or, you know, just put you on the deep end of just all these physical ailments that come along with stress and, and not managing and anxiety and depression. You don't want to go down that path. You want to kind of be on an even keel and learn how to manage your mood, manage your anxiety. You're going to get these things when major things happening happen, especially like a death or maybe a financial blow or maybe you know, you've been let go from a job or a breakup or uh, maybe the end of a relationship or, you know, the loss of something. So you're definitely going to have some kind of feeling that that gut feeling or your heart racing. But you don't want to stay there and you don't want to make decisions in that in that space. And you don't want to um, you don't want to not move forward. You want to be able to still be able to function, be able to think clearly, rationally, and still be able to live a better life, even though you're going through this change. So it's, you know, like the article said, it's an adjustment. So the first thing that the article states is to find something familiar. And it kind of talked about maybe something that you have that's like tangible, that's familiar to you, something like a comfort. Um, maybe it may be something you eat um, that's like a comfort food for you. Um, or maybe it's watching your favorite show or your favorite movie. Or maybe it's just let me just do the routine that I always do so that you can kind of get back on. OK, I can't let this disrupt 
my everyday life, even though this happened. Um, and sometimes, you know, being able to like be in a familiar place, it grounds you. And as we've stated in other episodes, grounding is very important for um, anxious feelings. And when you're feeling kind of in disarray, because you're you can have a flight of different feelings, a flight of different thoughts. But if you ground yourself, you stay in the moment and that can help you to kind of get a handle on, OK, how am I feeling right now? What am I thinking? Is this thought helping me? Is this thought true? Is this thought going to make things better for me? What do I need to do different? So it really helps you to ground yourself. And that is is accomplished through having familiar things or ha- doing familiar actions. Or, you know, you don't want to get into um, the habit of, oh, okay, you know, something, a change happened that made me feel uncomfortable. Let me go and eat a box of donuts. That's not really... <laughs> The point here, it's more so because we know that that's unhealthy and it has um, really negative, long lasting effects. But if you say, "Okay, I have this change. okay, okay, I'm in a panic or I'm a little hysterical about it or it's really worrying me. Let me make me a smoothie or let me you know, make me my favorite batch of cookies, you know, just something like that so that you can kind of settle yourself. And, you know, you do it once, it's cool. But if if it's something that's going to constantly um, be a reminder to you because you've gained so much weight or you're now your blood sugar's high or now you're like comatose, you know, you don't want to continue in those habits because you want to ground yourself so that you can think, more clearly and deal with the situation at a later time, maybe later that day or maybe fresh in the morning or maybe when you, you know, are able to really think about it, you know, a couple days later. But yeah, grounding yourself. The second thing that the article suggested was understanding your perspective in the world. So kind of kind of be your own like spectator. And you know how we may look at, at someone's situation or someone's in someone's window to their world or house and we are like, oh, okay, if they would have did that, they would have knew to go to do that. Or maybe if they thought about it this way, then they would react differently. So you sometimes it's, it really takes for you to step out of your own world and just kind of, if you can, take a different perspective on, okay, what am I thinking? How is that impacting my life? And how is this change impacting my life? And is there a way that I can maybe think of it in a different way that's not hurting me or making me feel bad about it? That may help you to be have a more manageable reaction to the change, which could be a stressor or it could be something really great. The third thing is to be flexible. So try not to be very rigid about things. Try to, you know, be flexible and just be um, understanding of if your expectations aren't met or if you 
thought something was going to be just terribly wrong or it was a terrible change or a terrible situation that happened. And maybe just be flexible with the fact that maybe it isn't. Maybe there's some good that comes out of it and vice versa. You know, you you don't want to look at everything like, oh, it's all great and there's no problems. Okay, you know, I'll be prepared for if, you know, if it doesn't happen the way I hope that it happens, then I'll be okay either way. So just be flexible because sometimes you might find joy in that. The next one is to find people who understand. So really look for your support system because having a support system in any situation is great. Like it, that may be a family member, it may be a spouse, it may be a best friend or um, a you know a colleague or a coworker that you can trust. It may even be someone that you call on a hotline or it could even be someone you seek professionally like a pastor or um a therapist on your own. And sometimes that's helpful just to get a fresh perspective or just someone who's on your side and says, I'm with you. I'm on your side. And then also, you know, when you do seek a mental health professional or someone like a pastor, they can help you come up with new coping strategies as well. And on this article, it kind of talked about positive reframing, which is basically instead of having negative um, narrative about what's going on, you may have a positive narrative about what's going on. Like, for instance, let's say you were demoted from being a manager at your job or something and now you're just you know one of the other (laughs) the regular workers well one you won't have to work extra hours two you can um you still have benefits it's not like you're unemployed you know three you don't have any more rifts with your colleagues because you're now on the same level again four you have more time you know with your family you don't have to stay Um, late after work so you have more time for yourself just you know that reframing let me give you a moment of transparency so the other week I had to take my car in for oil change that's all I thought it was just an oil change okay so it was all fine and dandy and then a week later all these lights come on so I try to get back in to get my car in to see like what's going on with these lights being on. I was just here, right? So after some diagnostics and whatever they did, they came up with $1,900 worth of work that needs to be done, mostly brakes and some spark plugs that were necessary. So yeah, that was very troubling to me and um, panicked me. You know, that's, that's, you know, that's a lot of money just to be dropping unexpectedly when you didn't you didn't, you know, plan for that. However, my positive reframing for the situation was, you know, I do, I do have uh, a resource. <laughs> I do have money that I have put aside for emergencies such as this, that I can get it done. So at least I had the money to get it done. And I also had a support system who, who was able to counsel me and say, Hey, um, shout out to my spouse, but he was like, Hey, you don't need this, this and that, but yes, let's focus on these breaks. Let's focus on these spark plugs because they're important. All that, you know, cap off the fluid for this and fluid for that, whatever we can do that at the next oil change. So 
that was just a blessing in itself. But I had to reframe my thought because I started thinking, oh, you know, here we go with things going wrong, the car acting up, got to spend all this money. And then on top of that, they were trying to be like, um, you'll have to schedule out. It'll be three, four weeks. Everything fell into place. I was able to be like, okay, I'm not going to be without a car for three or four weeks. Let me keep looking. I was able to quickly get into somewhere and yes, everything worked out. So again, that's positive reframing. Um, that's just, you know, a coping strategy that I use. I try to look at things. I take it for what it is. And yeah, because when things happen, when change happens, we want to, we want to acknowledge it and trip out about it. You know, sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. Why is it happening this way? Um, you know, look what I have to put up with. Look what I'm going through. This happened, that happened. You know, maybe you want to share it with somebody. Maybe you don't. Maybe you want to write about it. Maybe you want to, you know, get upset about it. Maybe you want to go work out and work off your stress about it. Things like that. Different coping strategies, different people, you know, but at the same time, you want to be able to still manage your own emotions and you want to be grounded and you want to also be able to tap into some rational thinking. So you could be like, let me ask my support system. Because if I would have just winged it off of what they initially told me, I would have been in a complete panic, probably pulled out a credit card that I had no intention of using for such things. And I probably would have would not have taken anything off the list. I would have been like, well, they told me 1900 is 1900. No, I would have just panicked. But I was able to let me go to my support system. I think I have you know, enough in my emergency account. Like I just started quickly thinking through different ways, but I had to, you know, first take some deep breaths and really look at the sheet. Like, okay, what's going on here? You know, what happened to this is just a, a check of these lights, but you know, Hey, say la vie, that's how things go. And so that's just an example of looking at things differently and accepting the situation and kind of even finding humor in what was going on because I was like, Oh my gosh, $1,900. And I asked the man, I said, was y'all looking for stuff? Or is, is this what all the, what the light was telling you? <laughs> like, you know, and, um, you know, very nice, um, you know, technician or whatever, and, you know, found some humor in a very painful situation. It's hard to come out of them ducats when you don't plan on it. So I totally get that. But just that example in itself, I hope is relatable enough for you to be like, okay, I can try some of these techniques so that I can manage my anxiety or depression better so that I can better deal with changes that affect my life and don't negatively affect my mental health and physical health. We hope that you have found this information helpful and that you enjoyed this episode of self-care. As always, be the best you that you can be one positive step at a time. Peace.